Hello. And now a word from our sponsors. This episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is sponsored by Rent-A-Dad. With all of the chaos in this world, we often find ourselves seeking guidance. The burden of existence is already hard enough, but the stress and the anger that we feel can reach a breaking point when we realize the one man who was supposed to take care of us and guide us through this sick life was either distant or not around to begin with. Growing up without a dad can be tough. We saw this problem and decided to put all of our time and resources towards fixing it. Over at Rent-A-Dad, we offer over 300 rentable father figures that are able to be delivered at a moment's notice to make up for where your daddy failed miserably. Do you have questions about how to treat your partner? Or maybe how to invest your money? Or maybe the proper technique of shooting a jump shot? Maybe you're a 30-year-old that lives alone and doesn't know how to hang up a fucking mirror because your daddy never showed you how to use a drill! Uh, uh, <clears throat> no matter the occasion, Renadad's got you covered. All you have to do is visit www.renadad.com to get signed up today. Again, that's www.renadad.com to get signed up today and find out who's your daddy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes back in the fullest effects promptly yet again here to do the dang thing you already know who it is you already know where you at but i'm gonna repeat it anyway evil you go our podcast with close code manabi i'm your host knight here for another week back at you uh first before i get into the topic for today uh can i just ask how are you (laughs) how is it going are you good? I know I can't hear you, but it's like, I hope you're saying yes. I hope you're nodding your head. I know some of you are like, ugh, and I and I get it, okay? You know, you might be apprehensive to say yes, partly because of today's topic. Today's topic is leadership. What is it? What does it mean to be a leader? What is expected out of a good leader? what is expected out of a good follower you know nobody wants to nobody wants to be a follower these days right even me i i you know i always look at my instagram looking at the amount of followers i have i'm like fuck i need more followers i need more people following my lead but why you know what, what what does that mean what is the goal and our leaders and followers are good leaders and good followers, one and the same. That's 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 what we're going to discover today. That's what we're going to get into. We're going to dive deep because that's what the boys do. OK, before we do, though, you know what I'm going to say. Beats by Makile. Follow him on all social media. Follow Evil Ego Hour on all social media. Rate, review and subscribe to the pod, please. We are seeing more and more feedback. And that shit is exciting. I didn't get to uh, shout out my boy last week, actually. Let me do that real quick before we end the intro. Uh, I'm going to start shouting out people who give that consistent feedback and that love to the pod. Uh, my guy at Showtime, I think it's three W's and two E's, uh, at Showtime. Um, this guy's an amazing human being. His energy is extremely infectious. He's a great follow on Instagram and he's always showing consistent love to the pod. So shout out to at Showtime. I believe his real name is Amari. So shout out to that guy. But without any further ado's, any further ado's, uh, let's get into this podcast about leadership. 
let's 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 talk about it. It's the Evil Go Hour podcast with Coach Cody Manawi. I'm your host tonight, and allow me, please, to promptly begin the program. in my home i am this is our home <laughs> so I, whoa whoa i like how you like you, you like pull away from the mic and then like scream into the room to let the <laughs> reverb like create like an effect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of cool it is cool you know what else is cool i do know what else this is cool. show that we doing right here what, and, what, and the what? thing that you said that i do i'm about to do it again yes Our podcast with Coach Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Here, wait, wait, again, again, hello, hello, one hello. more time. You are tuned in one more time, or for the first time. What I maybe if it's for the first time, you gotta go back, fam. You gotta go explore the other episodes. Tell your we friends be, we be doing our damn thing. Coach Cody Manawi, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing fine. That is my automatic response. Um, yeah, how are you actually, how am I actually doing? doing? How's the dog situation going? Uh, you still got. Hey, yeah, we're not going to go on the dog uh, thing gay? just in case Deron and Crystal listen to this episode. <laughs> but I am hanging in there, man. I am finding my strengths through these trying times. Mm-hmm. And that's all we can do. Got to keep moving forward. Got to keep believing. Keep having faith. Oh, God. All right. All right. How are you? I am good. I'm doing good. I'm excited about the rest of the season. I'm excited about the episodes that we've recorded so far. I'm excited about the episodes that have been released. Yo, I think we are at our halfway mark. What you mean? I think we're about halfway through. Through the season? Yeah. Oh, because, shit. Because, yeah. I don't, should, we, should we let them know when... The next uh, when the season's ending, or should we just like nah, just end it one day? No, nothing. <laughs> we'll we'll let them know maybe a few weeks ahead of time. Okay, you know we'll we'll, we'll get them hip. But today, let's get let's get present right now. All okay, right. let's talk about what we are what we came here to do today. Okay, because today's topic is one that hopefully applies to us. But by the end of the episode, we'll hopefully be able to get people or get everybody to understand that this topic relates to them directly. And the topic today is leadership. Leadership. Okay. And followership. Followership. We're going to talk about it. I like the idea of followership, especially in this age. Definitely had to Google if that was a word or not. It is. It is? Okay. No, that's good. That's good. Um, I do think 
followership is a um, is is a good idea to have these days because um, not everybody can be a leader, and most people haven't had enough opportunities to be a leader. And so being a follower can can kind of teach you how to be a good leader by by kind of taking notes from the people who you have allowed to lead. I you. definitely I definitely agree with you. I think we're probably going to go back and forth on this a little bit though because I do believe everybody can be a leader. And um I think we'll probably find somewhere in the middle that it rests on, mm-hmm. but uh through this episode I I want people to understand that the traits in a leader everybody can possibly possess. I I don't I don't know if I buy into that idea of that there's natural born leaders. Please people speak up. If if you think so, let me know in the idea box, but I I don't know if I truthfully believe that like you're born and they put a little suit on you and they're like you're going to be a leader buddy like yeah i i mean i don't i'm i kind of teeter totter between the nature nurture thing uh but on on this particular topic i don't think that you can necessarily be a born leader but i think that some people have had a lot of opportunities to become a leader uh growing up mm-hmm. and through having those more opportunities uh as they get older and developed those particular leadership qualities are more defined and refined um, to make that person a better leader than another person. Now, I do believe everybody can be a leader. I do think all of the skills it takes to be a leader can uh, be developed and practiced by people. But I don't think this is something that is just you'll just say, oh, today I'm a leader mm-hmm. and then you'll be a yeah, leader de- or I will a be practice. a leader. I will be a leader today and I will do X, Y and Z because being a leader is a very dynamic process and you need to. There's a lot of different things that involve you and there's also things that don't involve you uh, when it comes to being a leader. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. You know, the image of what a leader is, I feel like is created by a group understanding and a group uh, uh, agreement as to what a leader is, and I feel like the idea of a leader is always this person who's all who's talking to everybody. Everybody loves them, and they're always finding these connections between things. Which those are traits of a leader, but there are other traits of a leader that you can probably identify with, and everybody can identify with. To and. and have people understand that there are more leaders out there. And if they did understand that there were more leaders out there and that they personally are a leader, maybe they'll be more inclined to take action. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I I also, as far as like the image of a leader, I don't think that, um, I don't think it's safe to say that everybody has seen um, somebody who was a leader in the way that you just described as somebody who was just very charismatic and uh, just easygoing, everybody loves them. I think some people have only experienced a leader who may be like a dictator or very controlling. I think uh, a lot of times we'll, some of the first leaders that we see are technically our parents because mm. we have to follow them right. and do whatever that they say. Um, and so the way we look at uh, leaders or maybe even authority um, which might be similar to what how we view a leader, um, right? Can be can affect how people feel about being a There's leader. There's a difference between pe- that. There is a difference. Lord, a leader and authority. But uh, but leaders do carry, uh, or or I guess innately they would carry some authority. Some authority, yeah. right? Because they have some some power mm-hmm. over other people. Yeah, they they have authority over the direction right. of which the followers are going. But 
let me do my job and let me speak. Oh, you're going to do that let definition? Me do, let me do the definition. Let me do the okay. definition. So leadership, we have the noun, which means the action of leading a group of people or an organization. Um, leadership is also the state or position of being a leader. Um, but let's also look at the definition of what a leader is. And a leader is the person who leads or commands a group, organization, or country. Who is that, Webster? This is Google. Google, stop using the word in the definition. Yeah, that's very annoying. Um, but it's, it's interesting how they say commands um, because I don't think all leaders are very... They don't have to command all the time. I mean, there there is, I guess there is a way... Well, yeah, even if you're a passive leader, you're probably still commanding attention in some way. Like you've shared with me how you feel like I was a leader and people have told me that they think I'm a leader. But are you a leader if you don't think you're a leader? That's so weird. Like, I also wanted to kind of apply it to us because you would say that we're leaders in the community, wouldn't you? Uh, Yeah. Would you say that? I think that we're leaders. I think people uh, look to us as a as a a form of direction on how to either handle uh, their life situations or think about their own things. I do think that we are leaders. Um, I do think, you know, we also follow some certain people. Right. We follow uh, other people as well. I think good leaders are also good, good followers. followers. And that's yeah. what I, and that's by the end of this podcast, I think we'll get to the point of realizing that they're kind of one in the same. Hmm. All of the things that you value in a good follower, the reason why you value them is because they're leadership traits. And we'll get into that later on, but let's focus on leadership right now. Let's focus on the traits of a good leader. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, when I think of a good leader, I think of somebody who identifies a need before they take charge. And I, I feel like that's, I think that's important to say, identifying the need before they take charge, because there's certain leaders, and they're not even real leaders, they're wannabes, who will want to throw themselves in a situation without even seeing if there's a, if there's a need for them to be there. I feel like leaders identify a need first they look at the situation and then see how they could help it's not about being a leader just for the sake of being a leader being the person everybody has to has to go through like some people get off on that trip rather than actually there being a need for you being there yeah yeah I i think that there's certain people who just want to control and being a leader um doesn't necessarily mean that you have control yeah i would argue that leaders probably i think the best leaders know when to let go of that right control. you have to actually being a good leader involves a lot of relinquishing of control mm-hmm. and, and trust and trust in the people that are trying to put you to, towards this goal you know what i mean mm-hmm. um as far as other traits of a good leader what would you say um other traits of a good leader um i think what's really important when it comes to being a leader is um knowing who you're actually leading and knowing if um you can actually lead those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, being being a leader, um, there's no point in being a leader of a um, of a group of people who don't respect you. Um, and so another thing about being uh, in order for you to be a good leader, um, the people who you're leading need to respect you, but you also need to respect them as well. Right. So um, that, that probably involves a lot of humility. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of humility. Yeah. Um, the good leader is decisive. Uh, they have to make the decisions. They have to know 
um, when to cut loose ends and when to add things on to to the boat. Um, <laughs> that's just hard for me. Making I I feel so undecisive at times. That's why maybe I don't always identify with the leader uh, moniker. I, I feel like I don't I don't know what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I and, don't and, know. And in that, in in order for you to be decisive, you have to trust in yourself. But being a good leader, you need to be trustable. Yeah. So most most importantly, you have to trust in yourself. But the people who you're leading also need to trust you. Right. Um, and uh, in in all of those things, um, you know, we kind of talked about it on the faith episode. Uh, but you still need to uh, beyond the trust in yourself and trust in the people around you. You also need to have faith in yourself mm. and faith in the people around you. Uh, and doing that is a courageous. Yeah. So so, you got to have courage. So you got to have courage. And if you're going to have faith in this goal, right, you have to almost believe it more than anybody else. We talked about this on the faith episode. It's like this weird. Oh, and lastly, you need to know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. You got to know what the the goal is. You got to have a vision um, in order for you to lead people somewhere because there's people who are just running in circles because they actually don't know where they're going. They know they have the. They might have these leadership qualities, so they can really get people riled up, and they can get people like on their side and and working towards something. But then you start to realize that they actually don't have a goal. They actually are just have their head up their ass, and they have the thing that where they just want to lead people. <coughs> Trump. But we can um, also talk about the fact that I feel like leaders <laughs> see the big picture. Right. They see they see the entire thing. Then they know that it's not about them. Mm -hmm. It's about the goal that needs to be accomplished. Mm -hmm. So once you start to see somebody getting too into themselves and getting to that point where they're like, well, you do it because I say so. Not not really being transparent and open. I feel like good leaders are transparent and they're open if they're not being open with you and they're just getting on the trip of just being a leader. Mm -hmm. It's not a good leader. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you said, relinquishing that control. Um, with with being a leader, you have to be able to understand people also, uh, understand what their needs are, understand um, what they're trying to accomplish within uh, this bigger goal. Um, because people, you know... What's we, the goal for them on yeah, like a micro level? Yeah, because we, I don't think anybody just has one goal um, and people have certain needs uh, that they need to either um, accomplish or maintain uh, while they're getting to where they're going. So knowing what people need on a consistent basis and know what people are holding off from uh, to like as a like a form of like delayed gratification in order to get to this goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important for a leader to know and respect that. That's interesting, too, because that means that there can be all different types of people that can be leaders, because the first type of leader I think of is very strong and he's always talking. And I even said he he or she is always talking. <laughs> I'm so uh, glad you caught right? that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and maybe that's that social programming working on me. But I, I feel like they're always, you know, talking. But at the same time, I know of leaders who are very quiet. But it's something about them, and maybe it's because they're vulnerable. Maybe it's because they're honest about the things that they don't know. But they're also very decisive in the things that they do know. And their overall personality is very calm, very chill. But they're still somebody who I want to get behind because mm-hmm. it's, it's these other qualities that they have. Mm-hmm. It's, that, it's, that, uh, that, it's that calmness, that trust in themselves, but they feel very um, collected. One thing I was thinking about, though. And 
I want to have a discussion on this because are you a leader if you know you're a leader? In, in other words, like, is the... You, is the, you is, talked about that. Like, yeah. You feel like people called you a leader, but... You I feel like the thing that might up. make me a good leader is the fact that I don't think that I'm a leader. Like I do mm. think that I'm a leader in a sense where I, I I know what skills that I have and I know when I have a vision that I'm very passionate about it. But if I'm like, yeah, I'm a leader, <laughs> like those are the worst type of leaders. A person who's like just kind of knows what that they're a leader. Like, is the impulse to lead born from narcissism? Like, no, I don't think so. Um, I do think that. You know, it it depends. It's very nuanced. Um, I don't think that knowing you're a leader or declaring that you're a leader makes you a good or bad leader. Um, but I think what you're experiencing is what we talked about um, earlier in the season um, is that Dunning-Kruger effect where they, they think that they're a leader and so they think that they're a good leader. And so they mm. don't check themselves and they don't uh, try to learn what they don't know. Um, mm. And so they end up being a poor leader. But and I also think on the reverse side, um, like not knowing that you're a leader um, when you are a leader can be a good and bad thing. Mm. I think it's a good thing because you don't have the association with this image of what a leader is. And so you can be more flexible yeah, you can and be more fluid, yeah. yeah you can be a little bit more fluid and you're not living by defined terms of what you think an actual leader is but not knowing your place um is the same thing as not knowing your power and not knowing your power doesn't just it leads you to not i don't want to say taking advantage of it but using it properly right. and using it to its full extent right right and so i guess what you're describing as it relates to me is like my hum- I'm I'm pretty humble. I'm like I'm I'm not trying to say that I'm a leader, but I do see my spot in this. I do see how I could help. And I'm just because I'm just thinking of the person is the worst type of person is you're all doing a you're at, you're at work you're doing something and the guy walks up or or the girl walks up and they're like hey okay I'm gonna take control of this um I need you over here I'm like you're not the manager what do you why are you talking to me telling me what to do it's like that leader who wants to be a leader and I mean sometimes those are the people who get promoted but I just don't like the attitude of somebody who knows they're a leader it's just off putting to me it's like the the, it's, it's just it believes a sour taste in my mouth for somebody who like yeah I'm a le- yeah I'm the leader here I'm a leader I'm like what you go it, fuck w- off was that confidence make you uncomfortable maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe this has maybe that has something to do with it um, I do think there's a there's a time and a place for these different um, approaches to leadership and I, I think that we should go into that figure out like what what are those different types and and different styles of leadership. Oops, Cody Manawi in peak performance. Uh, let's get into the different types of leadership. Let's get into this. Did you see that I, wink? Did you see me wink? No, I didn't. You didn't? Did you, th- you thought I was blinking? No. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were having a seizure. Let me see here. <laughs> you're uh, having a stroke. <laughs> different types of leadership. Now, let's first talk about this. This is probably... Um, Let's talk about the styles of leadership, actually, because the types and the styles, I feel like, are, can get very confusing. I feel like if we start with styles, maybe we can somehow get to types. But uh, for now, let's focus on the styles. Right. So the styles of leadership. I have four different styles here. You can let me know if you find some more or can think of some more mm-hmm. off top. 
We have delegating, supporting, coaching, and directing. I, I like I like this graph, um, and we'll we'll be sure to uh, put that on the website. Are you gonna post this? Yeah, we'll we'll post the graph on the website. Um, but in with this graph, it shows shows that um, when you take the direct style of leadership, and you're like more so um, directing people. Um, you're not supporting them and you're just telling them what to do. Hmm. Um, you're not really giving them any type of um, help in the process. You just give them the task and you figure it out. That's with directing. Yeah. That's so what, what would be the difference between directing and coaching? So in coaching, it's the same thing. You tell people what to do. Um, you're giving them the task or the goal at hand, but you're also supporting them through it. You're showing them how to do it. You're encouraging them, motivating them. Um, and, you know, that's mm. what a we'll, what we would think a good coach does. Right. I feel like a good coach, the coaches are the ones that get you to buy into that vision. They use like their overall personality to move you and and get you on one accord or get the whole group on one accord because they buy into the leader. Right. I feel like the director is the one just they're just like you said, they are telling people what to do. It's like I think it says on here that di the directing coaching style is useful for uh, freelancers and contractors where you have a goal, you know exactly how you want the goal to be achieved. And this is how I want you to do it. There's no type of wiggle room, literally, direction. This is how I need it to be done. Um, I want to talk about delegating because I feel like this is something that leaders have to learn to do. A lot of times when you're a leader, you have maybe the misconception that you have to handle things yourself. Mm -hmm. And these are actually the worst type of leaders, in my opinion, because I've had a lot of experience with them through different jobs. Delegators? Well, no, the opposite, micromanagers. Um. These micromanaging motherfuckers, bro. When it's nothing worse than you doing your little task in the corner, you're wiping something down, and somebody walks up behind you, like, actually, you want to wipe that in a counterclockwise position um, in 360 degrees for 10 minutes. And I'm like, bitch, don't tell me how to wipe something. Why are you now telling me, now you're getting specific about how to do it, but they have an issue relinquishing that control. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm getting I, jazzed up. I'm sorry. Yeah, that seemed, it seemed very personal there. Um, but it sounds like somebody who's more like stuck in their directing style of leadership where they, they only want to tell you how to do something and not how to do it in order for them to be able to, to delegate right. it towards you. Um, I'm glad you did bring up micromanagers because I do think that's some of the worst type of uh, leadership. Yeah. Um, they can't deal with the lack of control that comes with like trusting people to fulfill their roles. Exactly. Exactly. And, and in that, it just shows that they don't know how to lead. And yeah. it's, it's more of a... It's more of a, a um, it's more of a bossing type of thing, um, instead of leading them, showing them where to go, and then letting them do their thing. Yeah, they don't see they don't see it as that though. They see it as like I think deep down they're like they don't think it's gonna be right if they don't do it themselves. So they want you to do it exactly the way that they would do it. And there's a term for this in like the restaurant business, um, somebody who can properly delegate. Um, a good manager knows to put the the people who are best at that position on that position. They call they call the phrase aces in their places. Mm. You got to put the aces in their places and make sure that 
if somebody is confident in something, don't tell them how to do it. Just let them do it. And I think that we can circle that back around to knowing who you're knowing who you're leading. And if yeah. I think if a leader doesn't know who they're leading, doesn't know the strengths of the people, the strengths and weaknesses of the people who they're leading, then they're more prone to, to micromanaging yeah. or they shouldn't be leading that group because they don't respect them. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Who am I? Why would I? Uh, why would I respect you? When you haven't even taken the time to try to get to know me on a personal level. And that happens a lot when you're working for a job. You have these outside people coming in and they they consider themselves leaders. They consider themselves managers, but they never take the time to get to know the people that they're managing. They just think the actual job and, and the, the template of what's been set up is the most important thing. I don't you know, I don't agree with that. Let's talk about supporting, too, because you said that supporting is a part of coaching. So. What do you think would be the difference? I think the difference is when you're just supporting somebody, um, you're not really telling them what to do. I don't, I'm not very sure, and they may be in this article that we'll also have on there, um, what an example of a, just a supporting leader um, mm-hmm. does for you. I mean, I think we, we do see this in relationships a lot, um, mm. especially, uh, we, I feel like we see um, women do this more for for their man, um, as a because I feel like men want to have con- a lot of control over their lives. So the typical man, the typical man wants to have a lot of control over his life, um, and, and I'm not saying women don't do yeah, this. Yeah, because I'm about either. to say I, I... I, I'm not I'm not going to say women don't do this. I mean, I guess this is just my experience. I'm speaking from, um, but you just they just need support. They don't need you to tell them what to do. We just need that. Uh, I said we. The people who the supporting leader are is leading just need the support and the encouragement. Um, Oh, maybe we'll see this in families and with uh, with parents for sure. Do you think there is like every family has a leader, and that's what I'm saying. Like when you were talking about you know men and women, I feel like a lot of families are, or at least black families, or at least the families that I've come in contact with have been led by the mom, like the or the grandmother. The grandmother is like the leader of the family. She dictates where people are having reunions. She dictates where the you know the the flow of the family. If there's beef in the family, then they you know talk about they they get people to meet up and talk about it. I feel like. Um, with the supporting role, as we were talking about the supportive type of leaders, it's more about collaboration. It's more mm. about sharing ideas and sharing different suggestions. Um, but the thing is, is that suggestions could be a form of directing. And I think, um, I guess in the purest sense of a supporting uh, leader, um, they would just give encouragement to the, the person who is being led and reassuring them in their capabilities, showing them what they can do, uh, or reassuring what they can do um, in order to allow them to make their own direction in their own life. Mm. Uh, when I think of a supporting leader in my life, I just think of my mom. Mm. Yeah. And also my girl. Right, because she, she lets you be you, yeah. but also gives you like different tips and getting like supports you in a way. My mom where... rarely gives me tips cause she knows I don't want to hear that shit. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she knows I'm not trying to hear that, but through her support, she has through, through her support, um, her high support, low directive style of leading leadership in my life. Mm. Um, she has 
allowed me to find a uh, a voice for my own life, be uh, take control over my own life, in which that is, you know, she has led me to be a more self-sufficient person. And also a good leader will probably identify, like you said, they get to know the people that they're leading. They get to know what's needed out of each individual person because there's some people who you might need to bring that fire out of. There's some people who already have that fire and they just need a direction of which way to go. So mm-hmm. as the good leader, if you're a great leader, then you're able to identify these things because you have maybe a high emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. You're able to yeah. identify what people need what and i i feel like i am good at that i was gonna ask you how do you why do you feel like you're a good leader or what do you feel like you're a good leader and why okay so i grew up playing sports and um uh, along with that i also grew up around women so through those two faculties me growing up like around women um has caused me to be a little bit more emotionally aware than like the typical guy. Mm. Um, on top of that, uh, growing up playing sports, I'm, I'm, I'm around that competitive. I'm around a lot of coaches um, in which I can see which of these coaches were very effective right. into getting me to, um, to play at my peak performance and inspire me to um, really get my head in the game, I guess I should say. So um, I, threw, I think through those two faculties um, – Early on, I was given the opportunity to develop skills um, that just like emotional intelligence, just like you said, um, and understanding people, understanding myself really um, at an earlier age. And, um, you know, something I learned more recently, I will say, because I think it is an ongoing process of being a leader and and just like observing yourself um, because the first person you're going to lead in life is going to be yourself. Mm. Um, so knowing yourself more, you can become a better leader. And I think what has caused me to continuously improve as a leader is I'm continuously trying to know myself even better. Interesting. And I'm glad you said that because I feel like that is also a thing that can trick people at times. People who really know themselves can persuade people to do things that they wouldn't normally do and follow somebody that they wouldn't normally follow just off of a person really knowing themselves. And just because you know yourself doesn't mean you're a good person. You know what I mean? Like there's so many people that we follow over the course of our history in America that just weren't good leaders, but it was like they seem like they had it understood. Like they seem like they knew Mm-hmm. exactly what the goal was and exactly where they were trying to go uh trump so let's also talk about being a follower because mm-hmm. i feel like this is important this is almost just as important um do you think people want to be followers i think <laughs> I, I think most people want to be followers yeah bro. because I, it's it's almost like a negative connotation like a don't be a follower don't yeah. be a sheep there's a there's a lot of negative connotation on um being a follower i think being a follower um is just as important especially, and it takes just as much strength to me yeah because you have to, you do have to relinquish control right the same way that a good leader relinquishes control over um what he's doing i mean it like you said it earlier it's a lot of the same you're starting to see how they're the same a lot it's a lot of the same things and uh learning when to submit to 
um, the ideas of somebody else, the ideas of somebody who you trust, being able to trust people, mm-hmm. um, which is another good sign of a good leader. Um, right. But being able to trust people and let them lead the way allows for things to happen. Because if everybody is so afraid to let go of that control, uh, so afraid of um, allowing somebody else to take the lead, um, then we're not going to get anywhere. You know what it is? Yeah, you said it. Submitting. You have to submit. And and submitting is seen as a negative thing because when you submit, you're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, and... It's so weird because we are drawing these commonalities between being a leader and a follower. And like I said, I do believe they're one and the same in order to be a follower. Right. Well, let's just talk about what leaders value in good followers. Mm -hmm. Leaders value people who take initiative. They value people who propose ideas. They value people who have like this can do attitude towards things that need to be done. Anytime that you're on a job, the person who's always take an initiative the the floor needs to be swept oh he's already on it he's a, those are the type of followers quote unquote that you want these are the type of co-workers you want mm-hmm. but these are also the type of leaders that you want exactly. these are all the same qualities that you will want out a leader somebody right. who identifies the need as i said earlier and acts on it mm-hmm. so what's truly the difference of course it's the submission and I feel like to submit to somebody is even harder than stepping up and being the person that everybody's looking at right. because you have to go against your own ideas of what's right. Yeah. And I think you have to submit to your team when you're being a leader. Right. I think it is a, um, it is a, you almost right. got to like sacrifice yourself in the, in the sense because you are leading them for the, the greater good. It's mm. not about you that's anymore. It's not about you. Right. Yeah. They see that bigger picture. Right. But that's also what a, good, what a, fo- a follower a good, does. A follower right. They see does. the bigger picture. So yeah. they know or it's t- not about them. A follower or like a team member. I team would say. member. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's wild because, you know, putting that pride aside and it's really about that that pride right when you submit as a follower mm-hmm. you're putting your pride aside you're putting your ideas of what's right aside and really if you if you find it hard to be a follower and you feel like you need to be a leader all the time and you need to be the person that everybody uh, looks to for information it's really because you are afraid that you won't be seen you you'll you're you're afraid that you won't be recognized otherwise mm-hmm. unless you unless you put yourself forward in this aggressive way as the leader. Yeah, and you think that you putting yourself as the leader is putting yourself on a pedestal. Right. When you really could just be putting yourself up as a target. And you right. And you don't even have to do all that to be considered a good leader. You could be in the cut and people could be and could gravitate towards you just because you have these other traits that we're discussing. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people Probably everybody listening to this podcast has these type of traits within them. Yeah, I do think everybody has the the capabilities. Um, they have at least some of these naturally. I think some of these traits, uh, whether they're courageous, um, whether they have patience, um, knowing themselves. I think a lot of our listeners know themselves at least a a, a good amount mm-hmm. um, because they there are 
aspiring to listen to us talk about these things in order to help them get to know themselves. And so I know that they're doing this in other places. Right. So if um, you have a if you have a need for self development, then you probably have like you're probably are a leader in some. Yeah, because, you, you have the capacity to be a leader right. because you know yourself um, and you do have some respect for yourself because you want to be better in order to, um, you know, put yourself in a better position. So uh, I do I do think that we are um, leaders for leaders in a way. Interesting. Yeah, that's. And so that kind of brings up my last point. I'd say maybe that pressure of being a leader or the pressure that people put on being a leader is the thing that make people shy away and make people not identify with a leader. So because of that, how can we get people to be, maybe you can be a leader on a micro level. Maybe you could just be the leader of your own life. If you identify, identify the needs in your life and act on them, all the things that you would normally do in a team, maybe you can do those same things for yourself. Yeah. And, and you don't, I mean, if you want to be a leader, if that's your prerogative, if you want to be a leader, if you want to um, be able to lead movements or to lead well, a team. We need team, more of them. Uh, we, we need we, more we, leaders. We, we so do need more you're leaders. Listening. Um, and if you want to be a leader, then that's fine. But uh, we also need more people who are willing to submit and to follow. And so if you do really believe in some somebody or something, um, it is okay to submit to them in order, in order to um, help them. Um, or help both of you guys get to um, where you want to go if you identify with where they're aiming towards. That's okay. Yes, I'm glad you added that caveat because I was about to come at your ass. I'm like, I don't think we need more followers. I think we got a lot of followers, and I think it's what it. I think what it is is that people are blindly following, and I think we talked about this in the faith episode mm-hmm. about this about this blind faith. Mm-hmm. You have to know what the goal is. And I'm not necessarily saying that the goal has to be positive. It can be whatever you want, but you have to, you can't do it based off of little to no information. I feel like you have to be just as, just as convinced in the goal as whoever this leader is. I think one good trait of a good follower and, you know, byproduct, a good leader um, gives feedback and is able to talk to that leader is able to give that leader good feedback and to let them know um, how they're seeing things because um, it's a ground of mutual respect. Um, I don't think you should follow anybody who doesn't respect you and doesn't respect your voice and your opinion mm-hmm. in things. Mm-hmm. That's that's just a that's a red flag for me. If if I'm following somebody um, who doesn't respect me, then I can't respect them um, because it is the you don't have to love me you don't have to love your enemy you can't respect them though and i'm not saying whoever you're leading or whoever um you're following is a um is your enemy but it's it's the most basic thing you can give to somebody is respect and their dignity right and be honest and vulnerable because it's like we expect things out of leaders that they simply cannot do i, I always think about this as it relates to the president it's like we expect the president to be literally the savior of America, and that's not his job. Mm-hmm. That's not their job. They're not supposed to be daddy. They are the president. They have their, it's a it's a it's a specific role. There hasn't been any mommies yet, though. We can act. Let's make this evergreen. Let's project it. Let's project it. Let's make this evergreen. Listen. <laughs> I want to get the hell out of here. I'm, I'm gonna take the lead on us leaving right now because we've we've uh, <laughs> we've uh, had our time here. We've had our hour. Um, 
You ready? You ready to tell the people what we need from them? We need them to be good followers and then be good (laughs) leaders in the community. But for now, we need you to do these things. We need you to follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and subscribe to us on YouTube. We need you to leave feedback. Uh, we, we have the feedback link in the description. We also have the tip link in the description. If you are fe- feeling charitable, you can drop us a dollar. You can drop us five. You can drop us 20. You can drop us a 50. <laughs> if you're really feeling charitable, if you really want to see us move forward, we all know that we need money to get things done. So... The more that you are able to donate, the quicker we are to make these developments. Mm-hmm. And lastly, but <laughs> certainly most, not certainly least, not least, <laughs> please give us um, a rating on Apple Music on iTunes and leave a review if you really fucking with us. If you've been listening to these episodes and you've been finding a lot of value on them, please leave us a review because that helps us go to the next level. That helps right. us get more discovered and it helps us be able to provide this information to more leaders and more followers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's enough plugs. We're going to get out of your hair, but thank you for allowing us into your ear canals once again. Coast Cody Manawi. Get the fuck out of my house. No, actually help me build these shelves. No, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Coast Cody Manawi is going to help me build shelves. The rest of you have a beautiful evening. Peace. Remember to cut your toenails. What? That was more to you. Shade? Oh, you're going to end it on shade? All right, peace. Peace. And last but certainly not least, this episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is brought to you by Balance, the newest single by musical artist and host of the Evil Ego Hour, Dot Night. Find this banger on all streaming platforms. I just gotta find balance. Yeah. Balance. Balance. Watch me that swing. Get my shit together. Yeah. Balance. Hey. Balance. Uh-huh. Balance. Hey. Yeah. I've been feeling this feeling ever since Josephine died. Ever since Papa Flight died. Ever since Nate Dog. I really been starting to hate.